welcome to Beyond Racing, a Formula One Academy podcast. I'm Billy Barrett. And I'm Paige Prestupa. And we are back after a month-long break. Don't tell them how long it's been. They're they going to see. To... Our no. very dedicated listeners have probably been waiting. <laughs> They've been foaming at the mouth. <laughs> five followers are like, what is going on? Our 45 downloads are waiting for their next download. 48. 48 downloads. downloads. We're sorry to leave you waiting 48 downloads. We're waiting for some pretty big news to drop, and we've got some good news. We've got it. And if we would have recorded this the first time, we tried, no news. The second time, only one news. But this time, two news. We got two Two whole news news for you. (laughs) One month, two news. (laughs) And a 2023 season recap. Our first piece of driver news was that Bianca participated in the Macau Grand Prix, which happened November 11th and 12th. Um, She was sponsored by Anastasia Beverly Hills, the cosmetic company you may have heard about. Um, They were huge on beauty YouTube back in the heyday, 2012 to 2014. If you've heard the name Anastasia Beverly Hills and you had flashbacks, that's probably why. Um, This was a very important and exciting Sponsorship for Bianca. Um, when she she announced the sponsorship, she made a TikTok um, talking about how she was looking forward to having this cosmetic brand sponsorship because um, she does wear makeup and she races in makeup too, and she has faced backlash from that uh, from people online with opinions. Um, so yeah, this is also the first time that Anastasia uh, sponsored an athlete. I hope that this continues, whether it's Bianca and Anastasia or more uh, like feminine or women-focused brands um, start doing more sponsorships with uh, racing in general. I think it's an interesting direction. For the actual race, she there were two races. In race one, she finished P9, and in race two, unfortunately, she DNF'd. She crashed. <laughs> she, But it wasn't her fault, which is rough. Say lovey. In our next piece of driver news, um, Marta Garcia has announced that she will be driving, she'll be racing in the Formula Regional European Championship by Alpine. Which is the longest name ever. I call it Freca. For convenience. Um, and her seat will be fully funded by F1 Academy, Prema Racing. Tatus. Tatus. Thank you. The chassis maker. And Pirelli. The tire maker. Um, She'll be still racing for Prema, which is awesome. Um, if you don't know, Freca is a series for young drivers looking to develop their skills they need to progress from uh, F4 to F3. Um, as part of a big milestone agreement, Freca will also grant its top three teams a uh, season-long fourth entry, so a fourth driver, if they sign a driver who finishes P1, P2, P3, um, in the F1 Academy standings, which is a super great way to try to encourage teams to invest in female drivers, which is kind of the goal of everything. So our update on our um, grid lineup for next season. Uh, so our, our first new driver that was announced uh, was Leah Block. She's a 17-year-old driver from America, and she'll be racing for Williams and ART Grand Prix next season. Um, she has been a rally driver since 2021 and she won the American Rally Association's open to wheel drive class title in October, 2023. And that win made her the youngest winner in the ARA ever. 
Um, currently, she's participating in Extreme E, which is an off-road racing series that races internationally in locations that are affected by climate change. It is obviously an electric vehicle series. It's quite interesting. Dive into it if you're interested in those things. Um, the teams have a female and a male driver. Leah is the daughter of Ken Block, who passed away earlier this year in a snowmobile accident. Um, Ken was the founder of DC Shoes, which is a huge deal, and was like, I read that, and I was like, shocked. No, that's, that's crazy. That's really cool. Um, and he was the star of Jim Canna, and the leader of Hoonigan, which, I'm going to be honest with you, I tried to dive deep into Hoonigan lore, and I'm still confused coming out of it. Um, they do, uh, like, motorsport content they also are like a retailer for um parts and such um and if you know anyone who street races or wants to street race ask them about hoonigan and they probably know all about it more than i do leo will be joining us next season uh, for williams and art aston martin recently announced that tina houseman signed with uh, the team and will be driving for Prema with the Aston Martin livery in the upcoming F1 Academy season. Um, Tina is a 17-year-old from Switzerland. Uh, she just raced in a car for the first time this past, I guess, racing season. She raced for AKM Motorsport in the Italian F4 Series, the Euro 4 Championship, and the Formula Winter Series. Um, in her first Formula 4 race weekend uh, back in February, uh, she finished on the podium in third position. Uh, the media described it as a seriously impressive debut. Aston Martin also announced that Jessica Hawkins will be expanding her role with the team by becoming the team's head of racing for Formula 1 Academy, uh, which means she'll be working very closely with Tina to provide mentorship and support both on and off the track. Um, if you don't know, Jessica Hawkins did a test drive um, in an F1 car for Aston Martin back in September. Um, she's currently a driver ambassador, and from all of the rumors going around, it sounds like the test drive went very, very, very well. Um, I remember Nico Rosberg was quite impressed and let everyone know that he was so impressed. Okay, so we're gonna just do a little news recap we're going to do a single news recap, honestly, because <laughs> it's really the only <clears throat> news recap. Okay. We just wanted to, in the, in the spirit of recapping this past season, wanted to bring up Discover Your Drive. Um, this is a program that launched in June. We haven't really talked about it too much because it's kind of been a bit mysterious. Um, they have two press releases, I think, about the goings-on on the F1 Academy website that you can read if you're interested. Um, but the initiative has the goal to increase the female talent pool on and off track. Um, it should be um, giving people the opportunity to take part in entry-level programs um, to promote female participation. The first project that was announced was a talent identification program called F1 Academy Discover Your Drive Karting UK. Everyone loves long titles around here. The idea with this program is to find and support the next generation of female carters. Motorsport UK is running this program through its academy program 
and Team Sport Karting, which operates 35 karting venues in the UK. Um, it's a pilot program and it's going to be rolled out in six venues across the UK in 2023. And the participants will be supported through the through the qualifying stages of the British Indoor Karting Championships. That is an entry-level karting event for a lot of British drivers. They will complete their training through this program and be supported into this championship. Um, girls who demonstrate the right mindset and talent at assessments will be offered development sessions with team sport. In 2024, F1 Academy Discover Your Drive will also run activations around the world in the days leading up to academy races. So the seven weekends that academy races, there will be events surrounding that. And the idea with those events is to engage the local communities that they're racing at and invite girls ages eight to 18 to workshops and activities to inspire them with the idea of a career in motorsport. We were really born in the wrong era. Hey? I know, right? <clears throat> hey, I got I'm so happy for like these eight. girls, but like, <laughs> damn. I know, and also we're not in the UK. I mean, <laughs> and yeah. And we're not coming to uh, Montreal, so. And my parents never would have been there anyway. And but it's, <laughs> it's the, uh, it's, it's, you have to go through the dirt and the mud and the struggle to make it better for the next generation. I'm happy to be here to support the next generation. It's I'm going to be a little bit jealous, but I'm happy to support. I'm very excited. There are people that supported and helped us that we don't even know about. So well, I don't like, feel very supported or like helped. The next generation guardian here. angel dog. <laughs> nah, bro, we're the ones breaking down barriers. <sighs> but who did it before us? Billie Amelia Jean Earhart. <laughs> Billy Jean King. <laughs> I like that we both picked different women. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, we got it. We know at least two women. <laughs> I'm in my Billy Jean uh, King era. I'm oh, obsessed with her right now. I'm in my Leslie Gore era. Love her. Okay, so the first event was in July. <laughs> <laughs> and they had a talent identification event where nine girls ages 8 to 12 were selected. They raced and received advice from F1 Academy drivers, um, Abby Pulling, Jess Edgar, Chloe Grant, and Chloe Chong. They were all there. Um, Those are all the British drivers, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, so I did a, a very sneaky, quick Google. Nope. <laughs> I don't Google anything <laughs> anymore. Um, I did a quick search of Instagram tags, and I'm seeing a lot of young drivers that were a part of the program and went to that event. Um, so it is in fact happening. She said, proof, <laughs> they're not lying to I us. I was like, you can read all the press releases and such and say, this is totally happening. But like, there are real people that are posting <laughs> about this. And it seems like a lot of the girls are really excited and um, feel like this is a good step for their career. It's very, it's very fun to see everyone's little carding accounts. And it's like, managed by my mom. It's so, That's so cute. I know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it is happening. That was the first event in July. We'll see where it goes from here. Uh, yeah, that's the report. When it was announced that the F1 teams were going to sponsor drivers, we had the question to ourselves, hmm, how many female drivers have these teams had in the past? When Bianca was announced, we were like, oh, she's McLaren's first and then we were like, well, what about the other teams? What's the T? The only woman in the history of F1 to score points is Lola Lombardi. 
She raced in the 70s. In 1975, at the Spanish Grand Prix, she placed sixth, but due to an accident during that race that killed five spectators, the race was stopped before the three-quarter point, which once it's past that three-quarter point, it is officially a race. Up until that point, it is not, says the rules. Um, So she only got half a point for that. Anyone that scored points their point total was cut in half because it was not a real race. Um, She is the only woman to have any points to her name. It is only half a point, but that's all we can say. Um, In 1975, she was expected to race for Frank Williams Racing Cars, which was the precursor team to Williams. Frank Williams Racing Cars as a team ended and then Frank Williams started Williams. Um, But she was she did not start in the u.s race that she was supposed to start in so technically she didn't race for a current f1 team but she was supposed to race for frank williams kind of williams also side note lola lombardi was in a public relationship with a woman very exciting thank you she has passed but i wish that i could like just give her a good old high five you know on behalf. <laughs> I like that hi-fi sound. It, it was good, great. right? Um, so that that's our first person that we want to talk about. Our next female driver is IndyCar driver Sarah Fisher, who did a demo run for McLaren in 2002. She was not actually officially part of the team, but she did drive an F1 car. Um, next in the timeline, this is in a timeline I have made it very convenient for us, um, William signed Susie Wolf, who is our leader. So, William signed Susie Wolf as a development driver and test driver in 2012. Wikipedia says current managing director. She's the managing director of F1 Academy. Susie, we love you. Sorry we don't know your title. Please invite us to the GP. <laughs> um, in 2014, Susie became the first woman to take part in a Formula One race weekend in 22 years when she participated in the first practice session at Silverstone. In 2014, Sauber, which is currently under the title of Alfa Romeo, and in the 2026 season will be Audi, signed IndyCar driver Simona Del Silvestro as an affiliated driver with the plan for her to drive for the team in 2015. Tragically, she did not become a full F1 driver due to a breakdown of contract negotiations between Sauber and her management. At that point, she just kind of left the team and we did not get that driver debut from her. Sauber then signed Tatiana Calderon in 2017 as a development driver, then moved up to test driver in 2018. In 2019, the Williams Driver Academy signed Jamie Chadwick, who won three W Series as a development driver for the Williams F1 team. She's still currently in this position. Um, So, (laughs) Williams and Sauber currently Alfa Romeo, seem to have the most history with female drivers in, like, a F1 capacity. And now we're kind of entering a new era where all of the teams will have an affiliated female driver. Now, the moment you've been waiting for, the most exciting part of this podcast, most... What's another word for exciting that's not exciting? Yeah, banned. Um, I know. That was the first time we've used it. riveting thought-provoking, anticipatory part. 
Season recap. recap. Everyone cares what happened last season, right? We strive to be a tome of knowledge on what happened this last season. (laughs) So then (laughs) there is a tome in existence. Whether we are the best tome of all tomes. My long-term memory is terrible. (laughs) We're going to try our best, okay? Why does it sound like the kettle's on? Girl, my laptop's old. <laughs> she's she's trying her best. Sorry, Billy's laptop is is on the stove. <laughs> she's just cooling herself down. Wow. <laughs> Our first race was in Spielberg, Austria, in April. Um, race one, race one was won by Marta Garcia. Um, the highlights were that there was contact between Emily DeHoos and Lola Lovenfoss, which resulted in three DNFs for Emily, Carrie Schreiner, and Lena Buhler. Um, those three took evasive action. Unfortunately, they DNF'd from that, and Lola received a five-second penalty. She was able to continue on the race. Noreya Marti was disqualified for a technical infringement before the race began, so she did not participate in the first race of the season. Um, race two, Amna Alcabesi won. Nothing to report. And in race three, Marta Garcia. <laughs> I'm only going to give you, like, the hot shot details, you know? So, so the way Paige prepared is she watched the highlights and said, I think this is interesting, this is whatever. Um, I panicked because I did not prepare. Um, I have other things going on. I'm a mess. It's, it's fine. Um, and I, like, I just, I was like, this is what happened during the race. So it'll be fun to see the differences between me panicking and Paige preparing which things is interesting mine's a curated look on what i thought was interesting billy's is it's a hot mess recap it's a recap so we're doing two two different things here and it's because i thought Paige was super prepared and she is very prepared but just a different level of prepared and i panicked i'm a i'm personalized prepared may i may i continue yes (laughs) um race three marty garcia also won uh that gives her two wins for the weekend and Bianca was supposed to start in P2, but she DNF'd so she, at the starting line, uh, so she did not pull away from the line and did not complete the race. Round two, early May, Valencia. Race one. One of my favorite drivers, Hamda al She started P2, but she overtook Naria Marty uh, around the outside of the first corner first turn um and then she ended up finishing the race 7.1 seconds ahead of Norea, who finished second uh her sister amna um would have finished the race p3 but due to two five second track limit infringement penalties she ended up dropping down to seventh and our swiss driver lena buhler moved up to third and then in race two everyone's favorite TikTok star and racing driver, Bianca Bustamante. She led from pole all the way to taking her first win. Um, There was a safety car that came out in the opening lap after Emily DeHoos and Carrie Schreiner made contact, which resulted in Emily going into the gravel. And then Abby Pulling uh, was also collateral damage in this little incident. Um, Behind Bianca, uh, Lena Buhler took P2 and Hamda took P3. So both both drivers making a second appearance on the podium um, for that day. Race three uh, saw Marta Garcia finishing on the top of the podium. Um, she was she started P1. She finished P1. Perfect race. 
Slay, followed by Nerea, and then Abby Pauline was the P3 driver on the podium. Uh, in this third race of this uh, race weekend, uh, Lola Levenfoss spun out into the gravel, which also brought out a safety car. So uh, quite a few safety cars this weekend. Round three, uh, which was in Barcelona, Spain in May. Um, can you? I'm sorry. <laughs> I wanted to see if you could hear it. You can. Why is it so? My laptop's going to die soon. We're going to figure this out. Race one was won by Emily DeHoos. Lena started in P2 and moved up to P1, and she was leading the race before DNFing due to car trouble with just three laps to go. Ooh, tragic. tragic. Um, race two, oh wait, sorry. Uh, in race one, there was also a great battle at the end with Marta and Bianca for P3. Um, it was really interesting watching um, both of the cars from the same team really duke it out. Um, Marta ended up uh, winning that battle and she came in third. Race two was won by Amna Alkabasi. Um, Nerea started with pole and then was in P2. She had some car issues and had to drop to sixth. Carrie Schreiner hit Bianca, who hit Chloe Chong. Carrie managed to finish in 10th, but uh, Bianca and Chloe both DNF'd after damage from um, that incident and they spun out too. And in race three, was won by Lena Buhler, and Amna received a five-second penalty for going over track limits. Uh, in round four, Zandvoort, uh, which is Max Verstappen's home race. We have to mention Max Verstappen. I, I mean, he's kind of a bean. <laughs> I'm actually quitting this podcast. <laughs> I can't believe you just said bean for real. He is! So in Zandvoort, Hamda had a double pole, uh, major sleigh. So in race one, they had a safety car start. I believe this was because it was raining, but she had a like a real quick start, made a big gap between her and Lena, who was in P2. Meanwhile, our queen Marta, who at this point was leading the series with all her points, um, she overtook Nerea in turn one. Um, as she was fighting for her fifth podium in a row, um, and then didn't get it because she had to retire her car <laughs> due to car issues. So race two, uh, the race leader in race two was Amna Alcabesi, but she hit the gravel, then hit the wall in lap two. So she could have won her third lap, second race. Her third, Her third second, second race. race. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, but then she crashed, so she couldn't. Um, there was a safety car. Um, Carrie took over the P1 position. Um, she finished P1. Um, Marta crossed the line P2. Um, and then uh, Lena finished P3 which was her seventh podium of the season. Wow. Lena, honestly, I feel like she was a little bit of an underrated she driver. She was super underrated, and, like, we barely talked about her, but, like, she was always doing really like, well. She was, she's a very strong driver. I'm yeah. excited to see what she does next. I'm waiting for her driver announcement. You're excited? Okay, we're allowed to say it once. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've banned that word. Just beep it out. <laughs> Sorry, do we have an editor now? <laughs> anyway, race three. You'll never guess who won. 
I already told you. Hamda. With her double pull and her double win. That was a test. Did you listen at the beginning? (laughs) (laughs) Lots of going on in the back of the field that day, though. Because our queen, our Canadian queen, Megan, and our French queen, Lola Lovenfoss. They actually got rid of that monarchy very, very dramatically. (laughs) So I don't know if we want to say that. They have a monarchy, do they not? The French? Yeah. They beheaded the monarchy and it did not come back after that. All the the royalty people on TikTok keep talking about weird... Whatever, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Let me start race three over. (laughs) My brain is malfunctioned at this point. (laughs) Canada also doesn't have a queen anymore. I know. What a bummer. (laughs) Yeah, because now we're led by a man. Oh, I thought you meant the woman in Saskatchewan. I'm talking about the actual queen because she's dead. I thought you were talking about that crazy cult leader. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh my god, about. there's this woman. She calls herself the Queen of Canada. She has a literal cult that's following her around. <laughs> <laughs> I think they were in Saskatchewan, I'm pretty sure. And they, they found an old abandoned school that one of their cult members owns for some reason in this small town. They took it over. Obviously, all the town slash village people, I don't know how big the place was. It was pretty small. They were like, um, no, we're not going to have a cult around here. <laughs> so there, it was like pretty tense there for a second. They have since left the school. I don't know where they are. They're like a traveling road show. So they could be anywhere now. <laughs> what if but they're like, one of our listeners? Oh, my gosh. Hey, if you're listening, just send us an email. I'm curious. <laughs> As mentioned before, Hamda. She got P1, she finished P1 in race three, um, ahead of Emily DeHoos and Lena Buhler. So another podium for Lena. Um, and some some stuff going on at the back of that race with a collision between Megan Jilks and Lola Levenfoss um, that left the Canadian driver, Megan, with uh, damage and forced her to retire early. Um... Yeah, so that sucks for Megan. But a uh, big sleigh for Hamda and Lena, to be honest. She had a pretty strong weekend, too. Let's go to Monza. I'm done with this. I can't anymore. <laughs> that sucks for Megan, but big sleigh. <laughs> big sleigh for, uh, for Hamda. Hamda. Yeah, it was a big sleigh for Hamda. It does suck for Megan. It is what it is. <laughs> You race and you move on. There's not much else you can do. And we're moving on to Monza, Italy in July. Race my laptop's going to die soon. Race one. Guess who won race one? Marta Garcia, obviously. Um, there was quite an um, event at Monza. Um, Chloe Grant crashed. Um, it was quite the crash. Look at some clips if you're interested. Um, right off the line, going into the first corner... Um, she made contact with Amna, Bianca, and Carrie. Um, this was caused by Chloe Grant breaking too late and going too fast into that corner. She did not have enough space in front of her, so she, um, she made contact with Amna first and then Bianca. Um, Bianca had to, uh, DNF from that and Carrie too. Amna was able to continue the race and she finished ninth, um, but Chloe was taken away by medical and she had a minor wrist injury, so she sat out for the rest of Monza. Um, in race two, that was won by Lena Buhler. Uh, Nerea, she made contact with Amna during lap four, forcing Amna backwards, and she lost her P1 spot. Um, she ended up P7 by the end of the race. 
And then in race three, that was won by Bianca Bustamante. Hamda hit Bianca from the rear. Um, that happened going into turn one. Hamda was not able to slow down. Um, she DNF'd with pretty bad damage, but Bianca was able to continue after that um, contact, and she won the race, so good for her. Bianca had a tough season. She was really fighting for it. <laughs> yeah. Good for her to be the first driver announcement after all of everything. Mm-hmm. Slay. Um, round six. Bustamante Slay. <laughs> <laughs> was it? That was pretty bad. <laughs> um, La Casale. It happened at the end of July. So, Norea Marty, uh, she won the first race. Uh, she had a really good start, um, pulling ahead really, really quickly, um, but then had to defend against Abby throughout the majority of the race. Um, she ended up finishing just 1.2 seconds ahead. Um, and then we had Lola Love and Foss securing her second podium with a P3 finish. Um, Abby being the P2 driver. I don't know if that was obvious by the way I was talking. Probably not. Race two was won by Marta, um, which at this point just moved her a step closer to, um, winning the inaugural championship. Um, she had a really great start overtaking Carrie Schreiner early on in the first lap. So she moved up to P2 at this point. Um, and then after Lola Lovenfoss was forced to um, stop her car in the middle of the track and retire, um, there was a safety car and that gave Marta an opportunity to move up into P1 um, on the restart, um, which she did as she fired past Omna Alcabesi um, before extending her lead to 1.1 seconds. Um, and then Omna wasn't able to hold on to P2 as Lena Buhler zoomed up. Uh, so the race ended up being Marta P1, Lena P2, and Omna P3. Again, Lena coming in here, killing it. I think if we're learning anything from this recaps, it's A, my brain doesn't function well with recaps, and two, Lena Buhler, everybody. Um, Marta would also win race three this weekend. Um, she started P3 behind Abby Pauline, who was P2, and Lena Buhler, who was P1. Um, Abby was very quickly swamped with both Lola Lovenfoss and Garcia fighting her, um, Obviously, Garcia had the better start. Um, she launched quite quickly into P2 um, and eventually overtook Lena as well, uh, securing the win. Uh, Lena then finished P2, which moved her up into P2 for the championship. And Lovenfoss finished third um, at her home race, which was her second podium of the season. Eventually, um, post-race, Abby Pauline would be disqualified following the race. This had something to do with her car. Um, and I remember this so clearly because while we were preparing for Austin, um, the website, the head article was just Abby Pauline disqualified. Um, so burned into my brain. Just really seared in there. She was disqualified, if you hadn't heard yeah. from Paul Ricard. And that was all at the end of July. And then we had a, like, three-month break. Two-month, but Austin. <laughs> so, 
After this long journey and this long look back of the season. To the long journey being Billy stumbling through her words. We're back to where we began. October 2023. Austin, Texas. Yeehaw. It's race one. Marta Garcia wins race one. <laughs> we, surprise, surprise. Um, this was the race that gave Marta enough points to confirm that she would be winning the championship. Up until then, it was still in the air. Um, other- also the first ever race to be broadcasted live. True, true, true. Um, Billy, are you ready for the live dramatic reading? I am, unfortunately. <laughs> you know your lines? Oh, I'm You're part the of second this? second lines. Oh, my God. Okay. So, some fun news. I do actually suggest that you watch this clip if you're interested. It is quite funny, and I enjoyed it a lot. I watched it a couple times. Um, So, Maite, Chloe Grant, and Emily were in a three-wide stack that DNF'd on one of the corners. Chloe Grant, who is from Scotland, uh, (laughs) yells at Maite from the car. (laughs) I can't do it now. (laughs) Why are you there? It's a three-wide! I didn't mean to, so what does it matter? That's not at all how she sounded. <laughs> I also didn't watch this clip. She said, I didn't mean to, so what does it matter? <laughs> I'll do both parts. Why are you there? It's a three wide. <laughs> I didn't mean to, so... <laughs> she sounded a little Texan there. My she sounded bad. a little Scottish. <laughs> I didn't mean to, so what does it matter? <laughs> it was great drama. I really liked it. I wish we could hear everyone fight on the radios more often. In race two, Hamda won that race. Um, Bianca and Amna did not start at the line. They were all lined up, but they both had some sort of stall with their cars. Um, They did eventually get going, but everyone kind of had to drive around them right at the start of the race. Marta DNF'd that race. Um, Due to front wing damage from lap one, um, she had contact with Jess Edgar. Chloe Chong, it was the reverse grid because it's race two. Um, Chloe Chong started in P2 and she held off Abby Poling and Nerea Marti for quite a while. Abby and Nerea are very, very talented drivers, but I was really impressed with Chloe um, being able to keep her P2 spot for a bit. Uh, She did drop down after that, but good on her. And race three, not a whole lot to report. There was not as much drama as there was in race one. I um, thought watching it race three was really exciting, but I don't remember it was, any details. It was exciting, and I think everyone drove really well. That yeah. there wasn't like any kind of like crazy DNF or any big crashes or anything. Uh, the interesting thing is that this was Jess Edgar's first win of the season. It took her it took her a little bit, but she got there in the end, and it was kind of fun to have a bit of a wild card winner for our final race of the season. We love I love honestly, I hope Jess is in next season. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed her like that watching that third race. Um, so I'd like to see more from her. I think she's a wild card. And with that, the 2023 season <laughs> has come to an end. Thank you. Um, the first race of the next season of the 2024 season, it will be, uh, March 7th to 9th. Um, it'll be in Saudi Arabia. It'll be with F1. It'll be broadcasted. Yeah. So we are going to do a questions episode, um, in the off season, something a little fun, 
Uh, we have our email in the bio of our podcast. I think that's the best way to reach us. Send us an email if you have questions. No dumb questions. You've heard us talk. There are no dumb questions. <laughs> I thought you were saying, don't send dumb questions. <laughs> that's You're, not what I mean. Sorry. No dumb questions. <laughs> Sorry. There are no dumb questions. You can ask all questions. Um, yeah. Email us. We have an Instagram. You can DM us there. Uh, we have a TikTok. You can DM us there. I think that's how TikTok works. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. You can maybe communicate with us on TikTok. I'm sure we'll be posting some stuff there um, in Next the off season. season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next season. In the off season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you making the video? <laughs> I, no, I'm making the decision now. I'm making the executive decision. You can do it. <laughs> Great. In the off season, there will be stuff on TikTok. So yeah, reach out to us if you have uh, any questions. And we'll do a cumulative questions episode and um you can also expect to see us in a little bit when we have more driver updates on the grid for next season or any um major news yeah yeah that's the deal bye Bye.